right, so welcome back to the Jason and Peely Project. Super excited for today's show. We have Josh Plave on the show. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Hey, Jason, how are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. So we talked a couple couple weeks ago. You were on vacation. I was on this part. Now you're back in action. Got a new baby on the way. He's moving. You, yeah. you sound like us. You got everything going at once. It's really exciting. And uh, no wonder you spend a lot of time focusing on retirement funds and how to help others. So just quick little back on Josh. Josh is a multifamily syndicator who specializes in helping investors use their retirement funds to passively invest. And through his company, Wall to Main, Josh provides all the tips and tricks needed to invest quickly, safely, and inexpensively with an existing retirement account. So Josh, welcome, man. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Awesome. So Wall to Main, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're talking the transition from people from having their money in Wall Street to Main Street, setting exactly. setting so. That's that's exactly it. That's the concept. What came first? Did you start actively becoming a syndicator in multifamily and uh, before learning about the retirement account side of it, or did you say, "Hey, this is an access to 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 help other people have a different, really a different option, right?" To, to than to just invest in what, what could be the standard? Yeah, it's sort of a chicken or the egg kind of question here. Um, I, I personally, I, I've long been interested in retirement accounts and it's sort of what led me into this. I opened my first Roth IRA when I was 16 years old. So I've uh, I've been dealing with retirement accounts for a while and, and Waltman kind of reflects my story. I started you know investing in stocks and bonds. I purchased a mutual fund when I was, you know, uh, 16. And um, what was it I about 16? I don't want to jump over that mark when most people aren't that forward thinking, right to say, Oh, I'm 16. So what am I going to do today? Uh, you know, decide on college and this <laughs> or start a Roth 401, you know, Roth IRA. So yeah, who, who I mean, was I, it that you said this is the moment I need to jump in. Well, I, my my mom and my grandfather were both uh, CPAs, so they really kind of instilled this forward thinking, uh, future viewed, uh, you know, mindset of, uh, in me. And I, at the time, I had been a camp counselor uh, that summer, and so I, I had a couple thousand dollars, and I thought, okay, I've already paid taxes on it. Ooh. I've heard of this Roth IRA thing, so I sh- I figured I should just invest in what I know. I was into airplanes at the time, so I bought an aerospace and defense mutual fund and let it ride. So that was, you know kind of where I started. Um, and then, you know, moving from there, uh, you know, my my mother and my grandfather that I just mentioned, they actually both passed away a few years ago. And what that did was uh, it left me with the retirement plans of a baby boomer and a greatest generation member. And I kind of needed to figure out how to take their legacy, preserve it and continue, uh, you know, the effort that they had put forward through their entire lives and make sure I don't squander it. So I kind of started to look at all of my options and what I could do with it. Eventually that ended up leading me, like you said, uh, to multifamily. And that's, um, you know, I, I figured out that I could invest passively in multifamily. I then became a, uh, a active multifamily operator and a GP. And now I help uh, other investors come in from the LP side and invest passively with their retirement accounts because not a lot of folks know they can. And also there's a lot of confusion surrounding the topic. So I try to simplify it for folks and make sure that they understand, you know, it's no, it's once you have it down, it's no simpler than, or no more complicated than just using cash. So talk to us about the transition from being a limited partner who was investing passively to, to an operator, right? Cause um, many times people like to stay on the passive side, but there are a number of people who are just trying to figure out this whole world of investing in multifamily and maybe they'll start passively, but they, they're, they're not sure of some of the steps to jump into an active role. Yeah, so for, for me, I knew I wanted, it came at a time where I was uh, transitioning careers anyways. And so I knew that I was going to start with the funds, you know, passively investing. And I knew I wanted to kind of use it as a method to learn, uh, you know, 
how to how to operate multifamily. So it was kind of intentional. Uh, I didn't just start passively and say, hey, I, it looks like it might be fun. I knew I was going to end up with it uh, active eventually. And so I used those the, the opportunities where I invested passively in multifamily. And I also do private money lending. And I use both of those opportunities to get a feel for how real estate is operated. Uh, I learned you know, how to analyze deals, how to take a look at uh, you know, all the financials and the performance. Uh, and and you know conduct due diligence on a property and uh, and then shift it over to active when I felt comfortable. Hmm. So how do people find you for private lending and what are some of the uh, criteria you look for to make sure that your invest, uh, investment is as safe as it could potentially be? Yeah, it, it's it's a different ball game uh, for sure. I personally, I, I don't do a ton of it. I did it mostly as I started to kind of set up my multifamily operation. I knew it was gonna take some time. So I, uh, I conducted some private money loans in the meantime to keep the velocity of money or of cash up. So uh, I ended up finding them at a local meetup back when we all did in-person meetups. And uh, I, I basically happened to bump into a friend of my wife's coworker. And so, or sorry, the boyfriend of my friend's coworker. And so it was a guy I had met at a party previously. And I go, hey, wait a second. I, I met you a few weeks ago at a party. Like you do real estate. And so we got to talking and uh, he had some properties in Boston, which is actually where I went to college. And uh, and so I was familiar with the market. So one thing is just be familiar with the market that you're, you know, conducting business in. You know, you want to have an eye of, of where things are going to be when the project's completed in eight to 12 months. And if the you know property will be able to, to sell and if there's going to be fast velocity with, you know, the different units that are being renovated. So uh, I was comfortable with who I, you know, it wasn't just somebody I had a vet, you know, from a business perspective. I I knew them personally. I knew they weren't just going to take the money and run. Uh, so I, I knew they were in my community around me and I could hunt them down if I needed to. <laughs> awesome. And so that transition now is so even going into multifamily, right? So you've done the lending on that side. And now helping investors having a better opportunity to use the retirement accounts. Um, talk to us about why some people do want to, right? Because most people just think, oh, I don't have the money to invest right now, but they forget to think about all options that could potentially be helpful for them, thus, of course, retirement accounts. So what, what are some of the main points that people need to be aware of that maybe they haven't thought of? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the reason that I, I like to speak to this is because uh, the top two places that people have majority of their wealth, uh, number one is in their own home, and number two is in their retirement accounts. Uh, a lot of folks, you know, have opt out programs with their 401k and they've built up quite a, a retirement plan and they don't realize that there, there's the potential for them to actually have the ability to use that to get started in real estate when they thought they didn't have the funds to, to get going. Um, and so, you know, just to start with, you you basically can invest in virtually, it's not just real estate, you can invest in virtually anything that you, you want with a retirement account. Um, there's only three limitations. You can't invest in collectibles like art, jewelry, or cars. You can't buy shares in life insurance, or you can't buy life insurance, and you can't buy shares in S corporations. So anything outside of that is pretty good. You can do gold, you can do cryptocurrency. I've heard of people buying racehorses. The, the, it, the world's your oyster when it comes to retirement accounts. There's just a few limitations really. Um, and you know, going beyond that, the, the first thing I should really mention is that you can't invest with yourself. You need to make sure that you, you keep your hands away from the account. Uh, your account, account can't benefit from you uh, and your actions and you can't benefit from the, uh, the trades of your actual retirement account. So like you can't buy a fix and flip property and go in and start doing the renovations yourself because you're putting in sweat equity, equity to the property. So the reason I really like multifamily as an investment 
for your retirement account is because retirement accounts can only earn passive income. They can only earn, you know, rental income, capital gains, interest income, things like that. And it happens to fit and align perfectly with multifamily. Um, so really in general, I like to think of multi or sorry, retirement accounts like they're a completely different person. Uh, don't view it as just a separate account of yours that you can just make use of. It's you got to have a, a slightly different mindset when you go into it. Yeah, I love that. And so what, what are some of the things that, that don't tend to um, benefit retirement accounts when investing in multifamily? Uh, yeah, the, the big thing you need to look out for are, are there are actually taxes when investing in multifamily if using certain accounts. Uh, there are two types of retirement accounts. There are the self-directed IRA and there's the solo 401k. And uh, when you use a solo 401k, uh, if you're self-employed, you can sponsor that. And it, luckily, it's completely tax-free. It remains like a norm, normal uh, retirement account. But when you're using a self-directed IRA, uh, because you're trying when they created the IRA, they were trying to incentivize you to tax defer your dollars and plan for your future. And so when you're investing in a multifamily asset, you're investing in a leveraged asset. So what that means is if you're putting a 25% down payment on the property, you and all the other uh, partners who are buying it, uh, that portion of your income that comes in is never ever taxed. Uh, you know, you, you bought the property with the income, the 25% uh, of, uh, of the, the property's total purchase price. But when you're bringing in 75% leverage on that same property, you're bringing in non-tax deferred dollars. So you're taking the bank's money, who's not in an IRA, it's not retirement dollars, and those non-tax deferred dollars are benefiting your tax deferred dollars. Uh, because you know of that situation, the IRS is fine with it. They just say you need to pay tax on the income that is generated by that leverage. So, you know, if, if the deal is 75% leverage, you're likely going to pay taxes on about 75% of the income for the first year. Um, but the nice thing is you can actually make use of the same percentage of depreciation, of interest expenses, operating expenses, things like that. And uh, you can go ahead and offset a lot of the income that comes in. So uh, the income that comes in is called unrelated debt financed income. And then you end up paying UBIT, which is unrelated business income tax. And so uh, UBIT is kind of something that a lot of people talk about. And it's, uh, it can, it's something that you should look out for when you're investing with a self-directed IRA. Uh, because it can be fairly, um, you know, hefty. And if you're not getting involved in the right uh, investments, then, you know, it, it may not be worth your while. Um, I went ahead and I built the, uh, I think the industry's first UBIT calculator and mm -hmm. have been able to kind of take a look at how impactful UBIT can be and also figure out which deals are the right ones that you should get involved in. Uh, that's that's kind of why I started Wall Domain. So I, I'm specifically looking for opportunities for my investors uh, that are perfectly aligned for retirement accounts. There are some that just don't make sense and some that really, really do. And you can find uh, so, that calculator over at wall2main.com? Yes. Uh, yeah. So the calculator, it's its its kind of a misnomer. It's not really a calculator. It's a gigantic Excel spreadsheet that I built. Um, and so unfortunately, it's not something that you know is easily uh, manipulatable by by people. It, I provide it to my investors for each deal. So for every time we, we offer projected return, you know, earnings, we can also offer projected taxes and the eventual take home if you're using a retirement account. Got it. So yeah, and generally, if there's no leverage, of course, um, then then you won't have that tax, but yep. ultimately you won't be able to participate in uh, like a cost segregation study or, or other points on that, correct? 
Yes, exactly. The, the retirement accounts can only make use of the straight line method. They can't make use of cost segregation. Yeah, so that's one of the other things. So it depends. Of course, like you said, so like, what, what are your needs here? You know, like there's many reasons why you want to use um, really retirement accounts, right? So maybe you want to diversify. Maybe you want to have, um, you know, an asset-backed investment. There, there's just a number of things here where if you're strictly in line to having um, it in stocks and bonds, I mean, we've all seen the way the nature goes there, right? We, we have little control minus just watching things go up and down and, um, and hoping. And so for here, you, you would, uh, to me, it's, it's nice because people can look at the deal, look at the operator and, and have a good indication of, of ultimately how this can benefit them in the long run. And with, with I think you said earlier, right? The, uh, the most money out there is in your home and your retirement account. Um, funny enough, it just, most people have no idea how their retirement account is actually invested. It's uh, just, it's in stocks or it's in some fund, right? And, and that's your biggest account is, is ultimately in the hands of others and you're wishing for it to do well. And that puts you in a precarious position in many parts. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, when it comes to passively investing uh, in real estate versus investing in stocks through your retirement account, the level of effort is really no different. You know, you're still passive and, and somebody else is controlling the, the eventual investment. But the nice thing is you actually end up having more oversight and control over the, the end result of your retirement because you're constantly yeah. every month, you know, receiving updates on the property and you can kind of take a look at where things are going. And if you like that particular market and if you want to continue down the road and invest in another opportunity later on and and have much, you know, a much clearer picture of what's happening to your retirement so you know where it's going to be when you actually need it. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's why we love multifamily, right? There's so many ways that we can grow with multifamily besides, of course, appreciation, debt pay down. You know, you, you talk about depreciation and these other factors. And uh, it's it's just, it's a fabulous area, right? And so for so many people out there, it was, um, it was new to me, right? When we had our first um, syndication back 2017, it was just... It was something that someone asked me if they could use the retirement account. And it was one of those things where we were on the new side, we said, I don't know, but I'll get you that answer right away. And within you know a half hour, I had the answer, yes. Um, but it opens up a whole different world, right? Because people may not have the cash sitting in their pocket, but they have this money. And I'd like a relative of mine, she had worked at a number of banks, just kept rolling over an IRA, like literally just dead in the water. I think she had made like, I don't even know, like, like 0.03%. Um, in like the last like four years. And she's like, you do what with this? I was like, well, this is our projected returns. This is how the deal works. And she's now rolled this over and she's now control of it, in control of it and just watching it, you know, fester along for the years and years and years. And when you can look at that and you say, wow, I can take back control of my future, right? And again, you are still investing passively. So, so use control in the right way. Control being you have a choice that you can do there, of course. So, all right, so let's talk about real estate insurance. Tick Advisors dates back to 1898 and has become a diverse advisory firm anchored by expertise in protecting the assets of property management companies, property owners, and real estate investors. With well over a century of experience, Tick is well-equipped to bring leading-edge products based on risk management, robust coverage, and competitive pricing, which equals peace of mind by protecting what matters most to you. They don't simply sell insurance, but bring value by obtaining a deep understanding of your business analyzing the protection required and conducting extensive marketing and strong negotiation with insurance carriers for robust coverage at the most competitive price. They specialize in working with lenders to make sure all requirements are met to satisfy loan compliance and advise on the proper methods of risk transfer to protect 
clients from exposures outside their control. When you partner with TIG, you are given access to extensive resources available through several national affiliations and are able to utilize state-of-the-art technology to provide the best experience by protecting your assets. TIG doesn't just understand insurance, but brings years of experience from the property ownership side as well. Their advisors are fluent in owning and managing real estate and understand the challenges their clients face. They take care of your property as they would their own. TIG makes it better. TIG cares deeply. TIG delivers solutions. So if you haven't yet, if you have real estate, go out there, talk to a TIG advisor today. They'll be able to give you the best quote, the best options that they can provide to you. And that's where they bring the best service. What, what are the, uh, the, the opportunities that you look for today in the multifamily world? Yeah, uh, specifically because I'm looking for, uh, you know, opportunities that, that are aligned with retirement accounts. Uh, you know, it's, it's a little trickier right now because bridge loans are, are you know, a little harder to come by. Uh, bridge debt is, is you know, having a moment. But uh, I, I specifically look for opportunities that can actually, you know, aim to refinance in, you know, halfway through the opportunity. So if, if the, the deal is supposed to be a five-year projected hold, uh, we look for for chances where we're, we're aiming to refinance in let's say year three, um, because UBIT is most present. Um, what we found with the calculator is it, it mostly comes up on the capital gains, and so you're going to pay a larger tax bill at the very end of it when you have a large, uh, you know, the proceeds from a sale or a refinance. And so, um, when you're able to have a refinance earlier on, uh, if it's not a capital event, if it's not above your original capital account balance, uh, that's actually a return of capital. It doesn't end up getting uh, taxed at all. And so you can go and let's say you put $100,000 into an investment and it's gonna refinance, let's say 50% by year three, you can take that 50,000, that's another minimum investment and another opportunity and go and put it in a second opportunity before you're ever taxed. Uh, and you can go ahead and, and start to really build that snowball effect. So specifically, I'm looking for value add opportunities that aim to to really take a distressed property with a lot of deferred maintenance and, and build some effective change in the first three years. I love it. I love it. So talk to us uh, more about how people can find you, learn more about your investments. Of course, find a calculator, which is highly, highly valuable, right? Because you want to know, again, if you are going to pull your money out, what, what is course the plus side right there's many but we, we do always want to know the, the, the downside to make sure that this fits you and your criteria and your investment strategy which in most cases it does yeah absolutely uh you can find uh me as well as uh, plenty of information if you want to learn this topic uh, at waltomain.com i'm also offering a free pdf on the top 10 tips and tricks on uh you know what to what to do with uh investing your your retirement account when passively investing uh, in multifamily um, where it gives a kind of you know a couple tips uh, where that are somewhat unknown, some some fun kind of eye openers that um, that I would love to share with you that really changed my perspective of how I can invest with not just myself but my family as well. Awesome! Give me the big the biggest uh, eye opener. The biggest eye opener, real quick to break it down, is is surrounding uh, disqualified people. So your retirement account can't actually invest as I mentioned with yourself, but it can't invest with linear ascendants like your parents and grandparents, but as well as your you know linear descendants like your children and grandchildren, as well as your spouse. So if your spouse wanted to invest in a property, you couldn't come in with a retirement account. The way you can get around this is if you remember, I said your retirement account has to be treated like it's a different person. Luckily, all of those disqualified people, their retirement accounts are different people as well. So you can actually combine your retirement account with your spouse's retirement account 
and both invest at the exact same time in the same deal or do what my family and I do. We all pool our funds into a holding company and we can actually make use of more retirement dollars at a lower individual level. So if the you know minimum investment was 75,000, we can each get involved for 25. And uh, we that way we can be you know diversified across a greater number of deals on a personal level and, uh, and, and, and find more opportunities. Yeah, huge nugget right there, Josh. This is awesome, man. Thank you so much. I hope more people can take into account just so many different opportunities out there in the world. It's just our access to knowledge that really limits us from being a part of these opportunities. So go over to Wall Domain, get the, get the free PDF, learn more about this option because ultimately this, like you said, it goes back to those two things. Most people's wealth is built into their house and retirement, right? How much do you know about where your money is today? And if not, maybe today is that day you start looking at it clearly and start looking forward. So Josh, thank you so much. I'm glad we were able to put this together and have you on, it's been awesome. Yeah, I'm glad I was able to share. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So everybody here, thank you so much. Like you're here today, go and hit that ratings and review button. We'd love to hear how we can make this show better for you. Give Josh a five-star. You can give me a one-star. You can average it out. You can say, Jason, next time, bring the heat. But in this part, Josh, you killed it today. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you shortly. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day, bringing us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.